We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to take a sec and answer one of the most commonly asked questions I get asked. Can I come with you? Well, the quick answer is yes. I host two trips a year that are open to you, but these are not your typical group trips. These are intimate adventures that allow you to travel responsibly, connect authentically, and experience a new culture alongside those that call it home. If you're interested in learning more about how you can travel with me or what destinations are on the docket for this coming year, then head to the link in the show notes and join my travel community. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, then you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say the most beautiful parts of this world are those we get to connect with. I love the opportunity hosting these trips gives me to share some of those amazing people with some of you in real life. And if you're tuning in for the first time, then I'm so excited to share one of those amazing humans with you right now. Today, I want to introduce you to Maddie. Uh, If you're watching this, Maddie and I are here in an absolutely insane location. We are here in Jordan in Wadi Rum in the desert. And um, Maddie is here along on a creator trip that um, I'm hosting and and I just have had the insane opportunity to just get to know him, spend real time with him. Um, We met online uh, previously, but just being in person, chilling, hanging, seeing how somebody is, uh, um, he is just absolutely incredible. You're just such a joy, so fun, always have a smile for people, but you're also just extremely aware of people around you, really caring, very empathetic, very, um, you know, just just willing to do what needs to be done to help somebody else to care to offer um not just like support or encouragement to somebody but like really constructive like feedback I think I really appreciate that in you you have a really amazing and gentle way of just sharing like hey this is going really well also this would be amazing and like in a way that I think is really a gift that you have you're just such a light and a joy to be around and I'm just like absolutely honored to to call you a friend now to have this time to hang and that you're here so um thank you you. yeah (laughs) you're you're making me tear up (laughs) but uh, that's why I got the glasses on but thank you so much (laughs) no thank you yeah and it's been it's been absolutely insane and it's really an honor for me to get to sit down with you we've just had such amazing chats so far and to just get to share a little bit of that person with everybody here so thank you for that i'm excited yeah. thanks for having me on this is my first podcast so hey, i'm super excited yeah, for that. Yeah, i'm sure you get that a lot but yeah, yeah. So happy to be here and cool thank you so much for bringing me out here no. uh, i'm excited and honored to to be on the pod super excited so i have a list of questions i work through with every guest they're all just designed at getting to know you your experience in life your view of the world and just who you are as a person Great. so no no stress mm-hmm. just chill and uh we get to let people see a little bit of who you are okay awesome uh so first one is who do you define yourself as hmm. um i define myself this is an interesting one i guess i would define myself as like an educator and creator. Um, The reason for the two is like my background is in education. Um, I've always, uh, like I always looked up to teachers. I had amazing teachers, I was blessed to have that. Obviously we always had the ones that were like, uh, you know, a bit of a struggle or we didn't align with. 
but I focused on the good and the ones that actually inspired me, sent me to university and ended up um, doing that for four or five years. And I taught in China for eight years, so I'm an educator. Um, I like teaching uh, the learnings. Um, and so by trade, I'm a physical education and French teacher. Um, and then of late, in the last two or three years, I really focused on this creative shift. Um, I'm currently doing both teaching and um, a lot of video and photo for businesses and brands that are looking to grow. Um, so I, I really enjoy helping in that regard. And it's a form of education in itself, working with clients and stuff, which is really cool. Um, a lot of them come in uh, not knowing kind of where to start, mm -hmm. and it becomes like a relationship, right, uh, with that client. And you're teaching them so much. Um, it's not just like, I'll do everything for you, you know, hands off. Like, a lot of times they need to help with pre-production and script writing, and you need to, like, really work together because there's a vision there. So I think I'm a lifelong educator, to be honest, mm. but like I'm putting a creative spin on it and slowly shifting the traje trajectory of my career. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that does like so align with like how I've experienced you and and just like what you find like so much passion and joy in is taking something you love and teaching it to other people in some capacity and and how it benefits them like I think that is it that's like I think a mark of a great educator yeah. is not teaching somebody what you think they want to learn or what you think they should learn mm -hmm. but teaching them what they want to learn in a way that's uh absorbable for them yeah and I so. should have added to that like I'm a lifelong learner for sure like, <laughs> no, like yeah, that like <laughs> that honestly like that fuels me in my business in my life um, you know with personal growth and everything if I'm learning every day uh, it gives me purpose it inspires me and you know those days we all have them but we're on the couch when we're chilling with Netflix that that does not make me the next day inspired and, and mm -hmm. wanting to grow so mm -hmm. yeah for sure can feel that definitely yeah, yeah that's super cool uh, next one's easier. Okay. What is your favorite food? Oh, nice. Yeah, there are <laughs> some simple questions here. Um, I oftentimes have these chats when I travel with people and uh, like countries for food. Number one's a, a hard one. I am absolutely loving the food here in Jordan. Like this is probably going to be in my top five. It is in my top five uh, for sure. But I like Japanese a lot. Mm. I just like it's light. It's easy. It's delicious. And I've been to Japan twice. So that was really cool. Um, Indian. Mm. I like absolutely love Indian, Mexican. And I always say like the closest one to number one is Greek and Mediterranean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we love food. Yeah, for sure. I was so, I didn't know too much what to expect here, but every meal almost like surpasses the next because <laughs> you get to try some new type of dip or whatever, or we were having pitas all trip. And then last night they surprised us with like some crispy, like deep fried oh, ones yeah. and it was just heavenly. So yeah, we've been eating well. Oh yeah. We've yeah. been eating good. <laughs> Doing all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you reading anything right now? Um, okay. So, uh, I don't like physically read a ton but I love audible mm -hmm. um, and of late I, I learned that like you retain more information if you listen and read mm -hmm. um, so yeah for me um, mindset mentor is a podcast that I listen to mm -hmm. and it's like 15 minutes a day my friend put me on to it and 15 minutes a day and it just talks about like personal growth mm -hmm. and the journey and it's like a good reminder a reset almost like to practice gratitude every day in what you have but also learn something every day mm -hmm. and it's like a lot of the stuff is review you know because mm -hmm. he'll he'll go over it but he just came out with a book um, which is called level up 
and it's been incredible. I listened to the whole thing, then I just purchased the book, and it came from Amazon like a day before I came out here. Um, I didn't bring it with me, but it's going to be my like holy Bible for sanity and the creative and business, um, you know, sphere. So I think uh, what I'm going to do is just like once a month go back to that book dive through it, listening and reading at the same time, retain mm -hmm. as much as I can. Um, cause it's, uh, it's a good like guide, um, you know, cause like oftentimes we're on a great path, something will happen. And then for two or three days we're in a funk mm -hmm. and it's just like, in, in my mind, I'm like, damn, I'm wasting time. You know, I'm always trying to get ahead. So if like I go back to parts of that book, I love that. And then there's a, an author, Austin Cleon, um, who's kind of like uh, focuses on creatives and artists in general mm -hmm. and how to kind of inspire them through um, quotes. Every second page has like quotes and stuff on it. Um, so that one's, I think it's like finding your way. It's like a creative one. But he also does steal like an artist and show your work. So, um, yeah, that's really my genre of reading. Fair. That's cool. Yeah, I think sometimes the like things that people are like, it can feel redundant, but like sometimes we need that. Sometimes we need to be like reminded of things that we can like reference back to and be like, yeah, yeah, okay, this is in my like my learning wheelhouse and my what I'm going for. So yeah, those seem those seem awesome. I'm always like the never ending list of adding these books to my list. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I always say I'm like Dory too. My family gives me a hard time because I have just terrible short term memory. <laughs> like it's so trash. So I'll read a book, feel so inspired, and like a day later, it's like, fuck, I need to go back. <laughs> you know? So yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. What would you say is your greatest fear? Um, my uh, deepest fear. We've done some like team building on this trip, and some really good ones have come up. Mm -hmm. um, and that mindset mentor guy, Rob Dial is his name, who does that Level Up book that I'm reading. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Matt, who is also running this trip with you, he said this in the circle the other night, but like not reaching our full potential. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's that idea that you just didn't like quite do what you could have done or mm -hmm. should have done or were here to do. Yeah, and in, in a way, by like pushing myself every day, like I'm fighting that fear, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. So yeah, being here is fighting that fear. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people have fear of heights and stuff. Like I know you mentioned <laughs> yeah. that this trip, and I've, I've seen it a few times. We were at Petra, you were on the edge, like, Maddie, I need your hand. <laughs> and, and I was like, okay, no worries at all. But like, that's you facing your fear, right? Yeah. And so for so many of us, it's just like that constant learning and pushing ourselves every day to be you know one percent better or who yeah. knows like even like point one like some days are tough but you can always find that silver lining in the day right the, yeah like, what how am i better today for sure yeah yeah i know it's always helpful for me with that like i'm always like all right i need to face this one so i'm like colleen's the best with that she's like you're fine you got this go yeah she is <laughs> yeah she's an inspiration. i was like okay okay <laughs> yeah yeah um on the other end of that what would you say you value the most Hmm. For me, I think I value, I travel a lot, but this is like kind of opposite of that. Like I value my family hmm. so much and it's been kind of difficult like the last like eight years, eight to 10 years now on the road constantly. Mm -hmm. um, and now I got nieces and nephews and, you know, I'm trying to be there more for them. Mm -hmm. So I value that a lot, hmm. big time. Yeah. And you can tell I'm getting a, a little emotional. But no, yeah. yeah. And that's good. Mm -hmm. It's good to have that, like, that connection and that love, and you, the yeah. knowing that it's mutual in both ways. And Yeah, it's special yeah. when we're together, for sure. Yeah, and, it's awesome. uh, And then distance makes the heart grow fonder, yeah. too. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
And I know, yeah, we were able to get some messages out finally the other night because yeah. last few days really haven't been able to get in touch with anybody. And yeah, yeah timing-wise, there's a lot going on in the area that we're in and a, a lot of more concern maybe for for yeah. you so being able to get make sure that they know that everybody's good and, and also just missing them for sure so, yeah for yeah. sure i do value like new experiences travel like it's trips like this that make me value travel mm -hmm. but i think i've voiced this to a lot of um like to everyone on this trip so far is just like traveling solo i respect so much because like mm -hmm. when i do it it's just like don't feel like whole completely yeah right um it's fun and like you got to get out of your comfort zone in some ways but i'm like more so a social person yeah and i vibe off other people's like energy mm -hmm. so kind of like one person is great and <laughs> two <laughs> three four like like i could just like get along with different types of people yeah and like i just i like feeling the like the big energy from bigger groups and yeah it, it comes with challenges traveling with 10 instead of two for sure <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> for sure but uh yeah there's so many things in life that i value but yeah mm -hmm. family new experiences and yeah and uh, I value the health of the me and the people I love too. Mm -hmm. Like, cause that's again back to practicing gratitude. It's it's hard to do, but mm -hmm. we're nothing without our health. So yeah, big time for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah, connecting with you, having you here, and just yeah, we have a sick team of people here. And but yeah, the value of those those connections and the people and all that for sure. Yeah. Uh, when was the last time you felt joy? Um, last time I felt joy. Well, recency bias says like this whole trip. <laughs> um, I think, uh, yeah, this whole thing, like this is my, my kind of like revitalizing, you know, like um, I was, I never want to get like too comfortable to where I stopped doing experiences mm -hmm. like this. Mm -hmm. And I just moved back to Canada. It's been like just over a year now, probably coming up on a year and a half. And um, after eight years abroad, that's like, where there's so much freedom and so much yeah. variety in life. Yeah. Um, I was worried about slowing down and I mm -hmm. experienced some reverse culture shock a little bit from eight mm -hmm. years away. Mm -hmm. um, that was fine, but it was a slower pace. So what keeps me going is like always having that next thing planned. Hmm. And um, sorry, what was like the no, original no, you're good. question? When was the last time you felt, felt joy? joy? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, you're good. So where I was going to with that is like this like making time for this making time for meeting new people mm -hmm. having new experiences and honestly like specifically last time i felt joy was um yesterday we were drifting in the desert with our new friend uh rakan uh, he also goes by alibaba and like he had like this like the king's uh praise song on and but it's like it kind of goes hard like it's like an it, awesome it track. rips yeah. it rips it's got bass like it's, it doesn't seem like too traditional but like so i learned this song and we we're ripping in the desert and I was with my boys and it was just like <laughs> moments like that where you're kind of like you're connecting with locals like I was in Indonesia this year those were like definitely the sickest moments mm -hmm. but then sharing those with the people who are on these trips mm -hmm. who are like mm -hmm. new friends or yeah. um, kind of new friends but you know that are going to be lifelong yeah um, another and I'll just say one more thing is we slept under the stars uh, as a group like the 10 of us or whatever yeah. like two nights ago now yeah and that was just absolutely incredible to share that experience with everyone the yeah. dinner the social 
realizing the you know actually we learned to dance yeah we, we smoke hookah with like the locals like with Rakan again and they're just so inviting so yeah yeah just kind of vibing with different cultures you know mm-hmm. like that's that's incredible yeah like so much joy yeah so much joy. this whole trip has been like yeah. kind of non-stop that I'm, yeah Rakan I'm, loves to rip that trek in the desert though man oh. you guys were flying yeah we had so much fun <laughs> we were taking off and he was like I was driving the last car and he's like keep up we're not waiting for you and I was like oh boy <laughs> that's true actually coming back from that hike I looked I at like, Colleen's oh, face man. she's like oh my god like is this happening we flying I was like this car is gonna break in half yeah no kidding <laughs> it was that good. was fun though that's awesome <laughs> when was the last time you were afraid and why uh last time I was afraid maybe maybe as soon as the departure of this trip right mm. um, there's pressures from family and friends like you know like just mm-hmm. stay safe for me specifically like family mm-hmm. was like a little bit concerned mm-hmm. um, and then like uh, a pilot I know like brought up that like this is a little crazy we're coming here mm-hmm. and stuff but like mm-hmm. everyone has their own comfort zone mm-hmm. I find I can push my threshold a lot however like I said I vibe off other people's energy so mm-hmm. if people I love are telling me one thing mm-hmm. I really start um, reanalyzing mm-hmm. where I was mentally mm-hmm. um, but you know there was not a moment where I like ever where I just wasn't gonna come on this trip mm-hmm. but yeah traveling had to like face my fear and traveling solo again you mm-hmm. know like yeah so I had a layover in Amsterdam so some of the flights and everything were rocky like you just I like anyone you know I get a little anxiety with yeah. flying and and that kind of thing and then once I touched down and was with like people, Matt and Colleen were waiting at the airport for me, some friends that I was with in Indonesia, and it's like everything just comes to, like yeah. it, like becomes peace, peaceful again, yeah. right? Like it's it's calming to like see familiar faces mm-hmm. and then like experience this together. And not once have I felt um, any like fear uh, after being here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, we've had some like difficult situations, but even then I was like pretty chill comparatively. So yeah, pre-trip, um, a little bit of anxiety. So many people can relate to that. I'm sure. Um, just with world issues and even, yeah, I'm not, not the best flyer, even though I've flown a lot, but yeah, I guess that's it. Can relate, but yeah, Mm. for sure. No, I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. That's cool. Would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something? Oh, that's a really good one. A moment in life that changed me. Yeah, I like one comes to mind that's, um, it was kind of like spontaneous in a way. I had just graduated uh, UVic, so university with my bachelor's of education. Um, and because I had French, uh, it was easier to get a job in BC mm-hmm. right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. However, uh, British Columbia was like very difficult like and um, competitive to find work. Mm-hmm. Um, in the teaching field. So I was like, I could stay because I have French and, you know, just get started here, take the safe route. Mm-hmm. But I had some friends who were teaching in Shanghai, China. And mm-hmm. um, for me, it was kind of a priority to travel. Um, and the fact that uh, they invited me out there and like with, if I signed the contract in that moment, I could do both. I could travel yeah. and I could work towards my career. Yeah. It was kind of a no brainer. Yeah. Um, but that was hard for me. Like uh, first big solo trip. I, I went for one intending on staying max two and I stayed for eight. <laughs> so that's pretty incredible. And it was certainly a defining moment for sure. Yeah. Um, my family was super supportive. Mm. Um, and yeah, I was just... Yeah, it was pretty incredible because like it, it 
reshape the trajectory of my life mm-hmm. in a big way. For sure. Um, so that was pretty, that was pretty special, and like it, le- it certainly led me to trips like this and meeting people like you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like super thankful for that. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, it is like those big like life moments. I feel like like graduating and finding your first job and your career, and then like travel and then moving and you like combined all of those in yeah. one and was like I'm just gonna do them all at once and it's really gonna like it's so cool to, to see how that I'm sure has shaped you yeah. into just like the awesome human being that you are the way you see other people value other culture yeah. um, and have that ability to teach from a multicultural and multifaceted perspective yeah, that's right. It's broadened my horizons for sure. And you're right. I jumped in all at once. I'm like, let's just get this all out of <laughs> let's the just way. Do it now. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it did teach me culture. And the, and someone asked me at a wedding last summer. They were like, what is like of all your travels? What's like the number one takeaway? And for me, it just has to be back to the connecting mm-hmm. with uh, different cultures and mm-hmm. the people from that. Um, seeing how they live mm-hmm. and seeing people like in what we would deem to be severe poverty Mm -hmm. um the happiest people in the world Mm -hmm. like especially in the islands in um the philippines Mm -hmm. like it's just incredible like it's from the youth to the elderly like everyone is just so so happy great energy and that's not it it's like when Mm -hmm. i see poverty around the world they are just living within their means Mm -hmm. and because of that and they don't a lot of them don't know what else is out there Mm -hmm. and it just it says a lot about like how in North America and other parts of the world we live in excess. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has taught me gratitude through seeing people in poverty and thriving, mm-hmm. you know, mentally. Yeah. So yeah, to see people happy with things that we feel like we couldn't live without. Yeah. yeah. We're almost like sometimes I would argue that like we live way better lives, like in terms of like prosperity. However, like we struggle with more like mental illness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for you sure. Know? Yeah. And I don't know that for a fact. It's no, no. just what I visually see. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's your experience with that. Yeah. Yeah, no, very cool. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you've known me not super long. No. But, like, I feel like when you travel on these things, it's like, all right, we see everything. Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> but what is something you think you and I have in common? Ooh, <laughs> I think we're both, um, I think to some degree leaders like this is your business this is what you do but I also consider myself like a little bit of a a leader in some ways I don't Mm -hmm. take on that identity but when it's required like it does come out of me Um, so I think that I think we're both um, in tune with people like you preface at the beginning of this podcast um, which is like a very um, special trait like growing up like I think I was lucky to innately have some of that. Mm-hmm. Some of it is learned, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't realize like the power behind it in terms of connecting with people. Yeah. Um, so I think we definitely both possess that, and it's super special. I'm very grateful to be the human I am, and I'm sure you feel the same about yourself. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, you do. You have a natural like leadership quality where you're seeing something taking initiative stepping into it caring for others and that yeah and I always say like the mark of a good leader is like you know caring for those around them and and making sure that people have what's needed not that they're the front mm-hmm. um yeah so that's that's cool yeah. yeah awesome to share some things like that with you for sure yeah, yeah we've really connected this trip and yeah. it's been it's been super nice Big so time, for sure yeah uh what is something you're looking forward to oh um, what am I looking forward to? Uh, I guess like the holidays, hmm. you know, like if I'm thinking like pretty soon here, get back. Like I love the Christmas season. 
um, being with the fam again, that's going to be amazing. And then looking forward to 2024, um, so like kind of like a chill December, but 2024, like every year I kind of want to go like harder than the next, you know? So we talked about like working with more businesses and brands mm -hmm. and helping them um, in any capacity that they need that like I'm an expert in. Sure. Um, but also like kind of defining like uh, a business path for me. Mm -hmm. um, I work with like some travel outdoors brands, like I'm working with like a fitness uh, studio, like a gym in, in Victoria, BC, where I live. It's, mm -hmm. uh, and then I'm working with like gear companies because I have a YouTube channel that discusses I'm kind of like a gearhead, right? Mm -hmm. You know, camera lenses, lighting, audio, um, bodies, stuff like that. So um, I'm kind of here, there and everywhere and my mind is always scattered. I've learned to, that it's like not a terrible thing, but I've learned with a mind like that, the more you can hone in on clarity mm -hmm. and focus and find direction, the more successful I become. Yeah. So it's like, unfortunately, you can't just snap your fingers and it's done. It's like, for me, it's a lot of mind mapping and just like, it's like getting my thoughts on paper mm -hmm. and then from there, creating clarity. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's even harder because like now you have the plan on paper, but then you need to carry it out mm -hmm. and you need to catch yourself when you're like, well, I'm drifting away from what I said I would. Right. Mm -hmm. So I guess what I'm looking like what I'm excited for in 2024 is like, I, I really like teaching. I'm a lifelong educator, but like proving to myself that I'm able to run a business, be an entrepreneur uh, like on my own, but full time. Mm -hmm. So right now I have, um, I have a career in teaching and it's really nice. I can pick up and go. It's a teacher on call type thing. Go into work today or not. And I answer the oh, phone or not. And like, I'm not letting anyone down. So like I'm in a blessed situation, you know? And uh, I put, I said that to a friend. I'm like, I just feel so lucky. And she's like, actually Maddie, like you carved your own way. You made mm. it so that like you actually have this flexibility to start mm -hmm. a business stress-free right now. Mm -hmm. um, it's a blessing and a curse. Like we <laughs> talked about it last night right before bed is like, I have, I have a tendency and I think a lot of people do um, to not jump two feet in. And it's, uh, it's recognizable when people do it because mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's inspirational. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I have a tendency to like tiptoe on that side and then like, oh, I'm feeling more comfortable. Maybe I'll, I'll get like put the other foot in, you know? So yeah, maybe next year mo jumping more like feet first in my business. No, I'm excited to like see how that goes. And I know you can, I know you got it. So yeah, yeah, here to help you out anyway as I can, but excited to see you take that full jump because man, you're ready and you got it. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Keep doing big things with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, on the other end of that, what is something you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today? I always struggle with um, some of these like docks I see on like cobalt mining and, and getting lithium uh, ion power and stuff like that and like how everyone tunes it out because like on the other end of it it's like no we're helping the environment we're all shifting electric but then there's slavery <laughs> you know there's humanitarian issues with mm -hmm. that even though we're helping the environment and everyone says like this is innately good you know mm -hmm. we just got to produce more we got to improve this technology mm -hmm. so what I what I would wish that is like eradicated from this world is maybe in a way like corrupt people who find that okay mm -hmm. and treat people like ants instead of humans. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty harsh stuff. And like mm -hmm. I, was, um, I was in lockdown in Shanghai in 2022 when they finally took COVID serious. It's, it was weird. We were free for two years. Then all of a sudden they're like, oh no, Shanghai's locked down for 
they first told us four days ended up being like 73 days in our apartment on lockdown it was just pretty wild with no information or direction on how the situation is progressing from the government it's just like four days pack food for that and then it ends up being 73 with like no word mm -hmm. so that was like a testament mental patience mm -hmm. i was fortunate enough to be in a position where we could get food i was fortunate enough to be with people but i know people who had to go through that struggle alone mm -hmm. and back to like treating people like not humans mm -hmm. um there were a lot of like blockades and stuff like uh, so people couldn't exit after the four days but people started getting starving and that was uh that was a little bit crazy for me to see uh, like st uh, like mobs of people trying to escape their compound because they weren't being fed by by their government you know what i mean mm -hmm. so that was pretty harsh um yeah i guess i'll i'll leave it at that essentially like i wish there was more more compassion mm -hmm. i don't understand how like people that I surround myself with could be like one extreme and then that could be the the other is like extreme greed mm -hmm. um and literally zero empathy mm -hmm. um so yeah that'd be pretty cool to to get rid of I think that would solve a lot yeah. of the world's problems if everyone was just more free to mm -hmm. be themselves and and felt supported by you know the country that they're in yeah. Um, I think that's pretty powerful. Yeah, for sure. I can align with that one, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, what would you say makes you feel known and valued? Known and valued. I, I immediately, like, the love languages came to mind. It's so funny. <laughs> so many people say that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Maybe it's, like, the phrasing of the question. But um, essentially, for me, I would say I feel valued when like words of affirmation, mm. um, uh, acts of service are actually really big for me too, to like know that like, cause I give so much when I have the ability to like, just know that someone loves me and they'll do anything for me. That's, that's powerful. Um, and then, yeah, I, I really like conversation, communication. Um, sometimes it's difficult, you know, like, especially if there's conflict at all in the relationship mm -hmm. um but i'd say overall communication is really key so to be able to like just connect with someone and sorry i got lost no you're good oh yeah words of aff affirmation um so to be able to connect with someone and even if the conversation like of conflict or whatever and things aren't going well in the relationship if it comes back to you know like if it comes back to love, you know, mm -hmm. from a, a place of love, um, you know, like I think a lot of people take things personally mm -hmm. and get ego hurt a little mm -hmm. bit. And then like you're not able to have closure. Mm -hmm. um, I think that could be difficult. But um, yeah, I think if things end on good terms and everything is laid out on it on the table, I think that's that's powerful. Mm -hmm. Like so really like I guess what I'm saying is like when people voice um, their love for you. I think that that goes a long way Even if there's been struggle in the relationship. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah people taking the time to communicate like Who you are to them what mm -hmm. they value in you. It's like, okay, like we like being seen and like understood for who we are and valued for who we are Definitely. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, all right. We're here in Jordan. I know you're Coming all the way from Canada, but um, where do you call home and what makes it home to you? Um, home for me is definitely Vancouver Island, BC, because mm -hmm. um, it was 
it was that until I was like 19 or 20 and then it was Victoria BC but it was still the island and I have the island literally tattooed on my arm so yeah Um, but what's funny in in that question is if you can see here it's like Vancouver Island is the clouds but Shanghai is the um, skyline that's Um, so it's actually like my two homes because Shanghai shaped me but like uh, Vancouver Island will forever be Hmm. you know my my home right Um, so yeah, I, I think for sure those would be, it's got to be Vancouver Island and it's where I'll end up, I think too. Um, I don't think I'll ever stop doing things like this, uh, traveling, having like new experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm always looking forward to the next thing. I already have like Edinburgh booked for next year and stuff. Probably have things before that even, but if I have the next thing in mind, um, it's great. And I'm so happy to call Vancouver Island home. And uh, my, my goal too, I should have said that too. And the other question was, um, I've always wanted to own land mm-hmm. and own a home. And, um, and I'm talking with the mortgage broker right now to like kind of how that works in terms of financing and pre-approval. So I think for next year, I think in the next two years I'll own and in Campbell river. Um, and then it's where I'd want to end up cause it's where all my, my close family and friends are. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's honestly beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Haven't visited that one yet, so now I've got a reason to. Yeah, if you're, <laughs> if you're in the outdoors, landscapes, you know, ocean, absolutely everywhere. Yeah. Um, hiking, cool. camping, like it's it's really beautiful for that. It's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what is something you wish you didn't struggle with? I think clarity. Mm-hmm. Like like going back to that is like, I found my like again like so many people can relate to this and I know because like I voice this with people mm-hmm. but like m- like my mind just like fires like crazy like it's it's like for good and for bad like <laughs> yeah. it allows me to like sometimes like subtle flex here be quick-witted you know what I mean but then it's like it's like whoa the other side of it is like man like how are you ever gonna like find direction and success like we talked about in yeah. in business and know your way mm-hmm. and I think sometimes it's like we feel alone in that but the more I voice it, the more I realize that like everyone, everyone is uh, kind of going through that a little mm-hmm. bit. Some people are just better at taking action on it, though, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I struggle with lack of clarity at times in terms of my purpose and what I want mm. going forward. Yeah. So but that's the ongoing pursuit that I am in like self-development journey right now. It's like essentially like purpose is like a never ending thing right so it's like I want it tomorrow I want to know so I can just like act on it but it's like that's naive to say that like I'm just gonna find it tomorrow Mm -hmm. so it's like it's ongoing and I think I think everything just like will will run its course and sometimes like I struggle with like oh like I spent too many years like living this way of life you know um, where I could have been like progressing like or I wish I would have started my business like at 25 instead of 30 right I think that's that's super common but like to summarize I think it's really important for us to just realize that like timing's everything um, the best time to start is now um, and yeah just kind of like keep grinding away with that it's like the the past is the past so but what we can do is we can um we can work hard every day to kind of like change some of those like i wouldn't even call them regrets but like to reshape my identity Mm -hmm. you know i think and like back to your question reshaping my identity is something that i'm doing right now a little bit um because like used to be all about like 
fantasy like i i am becoming a different person no 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 joke if i'm being like really raw like i was like i would like party quite a bit like in my earlier days and i still enjoy like a good drink and stuff but like it's like i kind of feel like that got me behind but all those experiences led to like lifelong friends amazing travel um and all i cared about like on like the passion project side was like less about like what i do now which is photo video connecting with people from different cultures like i would be hype on like basketball fantasy drafts and like nfl and nhl like i was was kind of a bro and i still am like in a way it's just like that'll never leave me you know what i mean but like uh but what i was talking to a friend on vancouver island briefly the other day and she was saying like you have a core of who you are mm -hmm. and then you start somewhere and then you start shedding those layers and getting just like closer and closer to that core mm -hmm. in finding it and yeah i'm just like peeling layers off to like really find out who i am mm -hmm. because i don't know i was like i was like less willing to push myself mm. in those days mm. and I was just like free and easy a bit more naive to what's going on in the world less educated um, it's scary like diving into your own path and diving into your own um, you mm. know mental health you know and like mm. just trying to trying to learn direction and all this like it is it's hard and it's scary sometimes this this journey of like self-development right mm. but um, I think it's all worth it even yeah. even if it like throws you for a loop at the beginning you just feel like so much more genuinely yourself and um, after like the initial stages I think you can be a lot more expressive mm -hmm. and do more in the world and share more and impact people's lives mm -hmm. you know instead of just like doing things um, because it's easy and that might be a little bit more selfish right yeah, yeah. For sure. No, I really appreciate you sharing that. I think it's like there's things like that where you can be like, well, I'm at this point in my life and this person's younger than me or in a different place and they're further ahead of what we perceive. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, okay, like, you know, maybe I shouldn't, I should feel like I'm here instead. And, and being able to talk about that and share that openly, like, it's just, there's so much value in that for anyone listening yeah. to just realize like, oh, wow, like I see his work and who he is as a person and he feels that way or has felt that way. Like mm -hmm. I'm allowed to feel that way. Like, it's okay. It doesn't mean I'm not like, we're all growing and like moving forward in that. And yeah, I think it is. It's like, it's honing in on, like you said, like with those layers, but it's also honing in as those layers come off on like how we use who we are to like the best ability so it's like yeah that may be an overactive brain but like learning to hone it learning mm -hmm. to like direct it and guide it and put action to it because like man once that's set like look out yeah yeah <laughs> that's really true cool. yeah you're like a caged animal and just like <laughs> let you free right so yeah yeah that's super cool one last thing i'll add while we're on this topic is like imposter syndrome mm -hmm. um the amount of times i hear that like you know if mm -hmm. i had a nickel for every time i heard that someone <laughs> has imposter syndrome yeah yeah i'd be a rich man but with that i think of course i've struggled with it and you literally just have to power through. I don't know if I love the term fake it till you make it, but it's mm -hmm. like educate yourself till you make it, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. start at zero. Mm -hmm. You're not faking anything. You're just educating yourself along mm -hmm. the way. And, and people vibe with your organic innate personality. Yeah. So if you are trying to do something and pretend that you're an expert in it, people are very aware and, mm -hmm. you know, and like, it's going to hinder your success. Mm -hmm. Um, so, 
with that, I think it's just like really important for us to mm-hmm. take a breath, be ourselves, educate ourselves. If we're trying to start a TikTok channel on being a photographer and there's millions of better photographers out there, just be really raw in what it's like being um, a uh, beginner level photographer, the struggles that you face, because you're going to connect with a massive audience of people trying to do the exact same thing as you. So. I, yeah, again, I don't love the term fake it, but but keep learning until, until you kind of overcome that because it might mm-hmm. feel like you're never going to overcome imposter syndrome. And it's true because if you jump to a new craft, it's going to be hard. But if you put in like the 10,000 hours, like they say, in a skill, I promise you that imposter syndrome like really starts to fade. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you're... Even if you meet people, like there were so many creatives I looked up to on this trip mm-hmm. that, that in my mind just absolutely crush it and like are far more gifted than me but then you come to a trip like this and you realize you have your own strengths and stuff and you can learn from them so mm-hmm. um yeah it's all all pretty cool stuff yeah for yeah. sure i agree with you i think like that imposter syndrome and then the term fake it till you make it almost like feed off of each other yeah because then we're like what well, what am i if i'm faking it then i don't deserve to be there or i'm not really in it and it's like no but it's like you said like educate it until it's real mm-hmm. like you know believe it until it's true like yeah. or pros you know push forward into it until it's what you're doing but like if you are like I'm not really a photographer because I'm not as good as this person if you take your camera and you go out and you create something you're a photographer yeah so it's not a fake it's a truth and you're speaking it and you're doing it and so I I love the way you put that I appreciate that a lot yeah I think I think where I did learn that from was personal experience and like uh, when I started my YouTube channel mad imposter syndrome didn't know what I was doing but like where I am now two years later if nothing comes of YouTube, uh, it like it built my skill set so mm-hmm. much in terms of like what I'm able to do behind a camera, yeah. post processing and editing, um, and then also breaking. I'm still not quite there. Like I'm being raw and vulnerable right now, but like on my own channel, I can't do that because mm-hmm. it's like I don't know. It just it's something that like I've gotten way better at, mm-hmm. you know, which is really good. But it's like a constant pursuit for mm-hmm. sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still growing into it and. Yeah. Still moving forward and seeing where you want to let it land. Yeah. And I'll say, like, it's awkward to just put on a camera in a room by yourself and just <laughs> go at it and be like, I'll talk to you like I'm talking to a friend because I'm supposed to and I'm just supposed to be myself. But, like, at the end of the day, it's kind of weird. <laughs> and uh, and sometimes, like, I have a shell. But, like, mm-hmm. but I'm obviously way better. You go back and look at, like, my first videos. It's just, like, pretty cringe. But you have to do it to get somewhere. You just got to start. For sure. For sure. Um, what is something you're confident in helping someone else through or with? I think I'd be confident helping anyone through like certainly something that I've struggled with like anything that I've struggled with like would give me like a better perspective Mm -hmm. I don't want to give people advice on things that like unfortunately I can't so I'd be open and transparent about that but I've been able to help my friends like just kind of like build them up help them re-become the best version of themselves when they've hit pitfalls before Mm -hmm. um and so yeah I think uh I think that's what I'm able to do is I'm I'm able to allow people like reach deep down because they obviously can't do it on their own um reach deep down realize like who I was what I've become and then how I can change that Mm -hmm. and I've I've been successful a few times like 
kind of like reshaping people's paths or they were going this direction and kind of like pulling them back a little bit and like no it's actually go straight or go left <laughs> yeah so like um that's powerful to know and like to see those people succeeding mm -hmm. uh, now is like super cool hmm. yeah very much so mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah i think it's, it's always like so cool to have those people in our life that are able to like listen here is help us guide us but not in a commandeering way but in a in a gentle way yeah i think that's so important too because like um i you do have real conversations through that process because you have to especially in the initial phase phases mm -hmm. like yeah like i i would like in some of the situations i was potentially going to lose a friend right mm -hmm. lifelong friend mm -hmm. so yeah it's yeah. uh it's cool to see people get back on track and know that i was a part of that and likewise like like those people then reciprocate that to you yeah so much so mm -hmm. very much yeah it's cool yeah for sure all right this one's a fun one yeah okay i like i like fun <laughs> I'm, I'm very two-sided like yeah. you can probably hear my voice in this whole pod it's like oh he's getting emotional <laughs> a little broken up there and no, then like, no. but i like this too like you're just, such a real person and yeah. i so appreciate that about you that like yeah. everywhere along the way with any situation we've been in like i said you're just like you're there you feel deeply yeah. you're not afraid to let people see that but you're also just like, I'm here to like, like, let's bring the joy. Let's bring that. But not in an ignoring the reality situation and just like, a, yeah, these are all my facets. Yeah, here that's I am. Right. So <laughs> yeah, I love that's it. True. Yeah, for sure. But okay. All right. If I were to give you $10,000, mm -hmm. you have two weeks to spend it. You oh. cannot give it away. What are you going to do with it? Can I, can I take my family like on a trip and add some money myself? For sure. My, my parents were able to come out to Thailand, which was really cool. My mom came to China, um, but my brother and sister haven't been able to travel with them, and that'd be super cool. So I'd probably pick a place, plan a trip, see if they're down, bring my nieces and nephews, uh, my brother and sister's significant others, and just vibe. <laughs> That's awesome. Super yeah. cool. Where do your siblings lined in the in like the order yeah uh so i'm i'm the oreo cookie i'm in the middle <laughs> the middle of the oreo cookie and uh and then my sister is two years younger my brother's one year older it's okay. like 14 months or something okay so cool. crazy close in age yeah and um and yeah i get along with both of them very well yeah. um however they are different people like <laughs> vastly different people you know um so that's that's really cool and yeah to see how far they've come and and they've honestly blessed me and my family with like with the kids. It's cool. uh, it's pretty incredible. brings brings joy to my life for sure. Yeah. All of ours. So, yeah, awesome. they're special people for sure. For sure. That's yeah, awesome. we'd go on a, a big old trip. All right. Well, yeah. here's to winning the lottery. <laughs> Actually, you know, a ten grand's not crazy. It's not like, crazy, but it's yeah, a nice I just <laughs> I, got, I just gotta be a bit more successful in my business. Uh, no, no, you get there. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And one last thing I'll add, like 10 grand, I might be able to buy like a fixer upper, like old Chevy square body truck and have my brother and dad help me like fix it up. Kind of cool. But I'm close too, because I want to do like a project with them because they're really good with their hands. They're tradesmen. I'm kind of other end of the spectrum a little bit. Um, be really cool to like vibe out on a project with them. Um, and that might be the home too. It might buy like a fixer upper and they'd be able to help me with that. It'd just be really cool to share that experience. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Well, if you, I, you know, I'll have to connect you with Mike because he's got a old square body Chevy that Come on. has had way too much love and care to it. So oh, yeah. that, that's <laughs> yeah. so funny I brought that up then. Yeah, that is. It kind of made me laugh. I was okay. like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome though. Super cool. What would you say makes you feel at peace? 
um, makes me feel at peace. A lot of people would say like, and I've been practicing like mindfulness, meditation, all that kind of stuff this year. And it's pretty cool and it's peaceful. And I've had like literally experiences where I, I'm like, it feels like you're floating and you're tingly and like, it just, it's awesome. Especially for like a hyperactive brain like myself, just to calm it. I think it's like, it's like brings the body back and the mind back and it's like really cool. So that's one. But actually where I'm most at peace is in group settings. Hmm. what I'm learning which is weird because it's usually chaos yeah. you know we've had things on this trip change all the time like here there everywhere um, you know some people get sick some people are here you know and there's different energies and vibing but like for some reason that's why I feel most at peace if those people are like-hearted to me mm. like in terms mm -hmm. of like they have the same moral compass and agenda they don't need to like have um, I think I was sharing with you the difference between like heartedness and like mindedness, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like mindedness, mindedness could be like, oh, you're a photographer, so we should get along. But it's like, no, like we actually don't, unfortunately, because we're different people. Yeah. But like then someone could be like a marine biologist and then with that um, and they're not a photographer, but we really get along. That's yeah. the like heartedness. Yeah. So I think if I'm in a group of people, even if it's big and we're all like-hearted and just vibing that's when I'm most at peace because it's like flow state yeah. and I reach flow state when like on a few other things like create creatively when I'm shooting mm -hmm. um, especially if it's something that I'm super passionate about I'll just get lost in it yeah. uh, which is really cool and like I'll end up shooting something like a three four hour session on video and it's just like I snap my fingers and I'm back and the, it's because you're fully present mm -hmm. and the mind goes numb. There's another, I'm, I'm lucky to have a few. The other one is basketball. When I get mm -hmm. on the basketball court for like 45 minutes or an hour while I'm playing, it's just everything is gone mm -hmm. and I'm just hooping, you know? <laughs> so like that's actually insane. Um, and then flying drones, you know? So the creative stuff, basketball, and then like-hearted people vibing on energy, even if it's a chaotic mm -hmm. situation. Um, yeah, I just... I, I often feel at peace knowing that like everything's gonna be okay um, if if that crew is like willing to work through what whatever challenge that that trip has given yeah. given them yeah yeah for sure no I love that I think it is it's cool I love that there's multiples I think we have like we have like a physical emotional um, like mental spiritual side to each to each part of us and when we can find peace in each of those aspects it's like where all of us come together. Like as a person, we we come together completely to have that full like sense of peace. So it's like to have those outlets in each of those areas is like I think so awesome that you've like tapped into the awareness of that. That's yeah. huge. And I think it's also important for a creative burnout because mm -hmm. like if I would have answered that question and I would have said, oh for sure, like when, when I fly drones and uh, shoot video and stuff, mm -hmm. I think that's almost a detriment. If mm -hmm. you only have one in mm -hmm. your life. Um, I think you're gonna struggle because like I think you just need to dig a bit deeper mm -hmm. and really find things in other aspects um, like not just mm -hmm. your business or not just your passion there's mm -hmm. got to be like a, a few things that you can rely on yeah um, otherwise like the diversity is key in finding flow state for sure yeah definitely yeah we're like diverse people I always say like I think people in our industry being told like find your niche find your niche it's like been one of the most detrimental things yeah because I'm like we're creatives we don't really belong in a box so we yeah. need to know how to diversify how to have all those spaces and have all those areas to like really thrive so yeah, yeah I love I, 
completely agree i think i think there's something to be said like i know why people talk about the niche because it's a great starting point yes and build a foundation Mm -hmm. of people who doesn't matter what content you're going to post going forward Mm -hmm. they followed you for you and then because of that then you can start sharing what else matters to you Mm -hmm. so a friend showed me i think it was matt the other day like a thing on joe rogan and it was just like they didn't follow joe rogan because Uh, that exact person was into um, DMT trips and UFO sightings and podcasting and MMA like it's really trippy with him like he he'll do like celebrities he'll do Elon Musk but he always throws in tons and tons and tons of mixed martial arts people and it's like for me that doesn't really align because I don't follow a ton I'll watch the odd fight here and there but it's like that doesn't matter I'm still going back to watch the content that I want on him Mm -hmm. and to go a step further sometimes you know i'll download one for a flight and enjoy it yeah right because it's just learning more about the person instead of just the sport Mm -hmm. so and then like the person that i sometimes enjoy listening to um is themselves right yeah yeah you hear a part of somebody that maybe they don't normally share mm -hmm. within that that space but Yeah. yeah i think no no having that like that core value i think just I see. Yeah, I value the the nicheness of it. Yeah. But we can get distracted by the word of it and forget that what that value is supposed to mean. It's not supposed to mean, don't do these things. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to mean like, understand your core value in that. And like, yeah, you bring those people, like you said, like yeah, but you also still get to listen and learn from something like that, where you're like, I never would have heard this person if it wasn't for him going back to his like. Yeah. What are you coming from? That's why people who are like genuine, raw, organic, innately themselves, they'll succeed mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. Because like, yeah, it doesn't really matter your starting point. It's like, can people connect with you? Mm-hmm. And if people can connect with you, then you can just continue being yourself and it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But if you pigeonhole yourself like that, again, can lead to burnout or not being able to find your purpose. And For sure. Yeah, I'm somewhat stuck in that struggle a little bit, but like... I'm just keep on, I'm going to keep on pushing until it like sorts itself. Yeah. If I don't stop, like I can't fail. Right. I love that. Yeah. I really love that. Yeah, for sure. Big time. Would you say life feels steady or uncertain for you right now? Pretty steady, like super steady, especially after like being more in Canada. I just don't want it to be like fully comfortable and like just steady. You know, I like the rocky, I like the turbulence, like I need that, right? Um, Which is why I'm here and Mm -hmm. uh, which is why I plan trips well in advance and like just look forward to things because like I love the unknown Mm -hmm. um, and I've been able to, you know, have some incredible experiences in life and and some that were like very difficult, but like I've always made it out the other side and that's what's super cool about it. And, And they all, those experiences shape you like those difficult ones, right? What did our um, our tour guide say the other day? He said something about uh, sim- if oh. something is easy, it's easy to forget. If something is difficult, it's difficult to forget. Yeah. Right. So it's like you learn from those experiences and you hold on to it for a bit longer, mm-hmm. and it's good because it, it'll remind you of that gratitude that you need to get you through some some of the future challenges. Yeah. But again, I like I like the unknown. I like the turbulences. Mm-hmm. And right now, at times, I do feel steady. Because, like, I could just, like, be a teacher for the next 30 years, have a great pension, make good money, and just be happy um, there. But I, I question if I would, if I don't, like, fully explore the direction I'm going now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, biz- yeah. Yeah, one more thing is, like, business 
is going hand in hand with self-development with me mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm not only growing a business, I'm growing as a person. And mm-hmm. that's the best part of being an entre- entrepreneur so far. Yeah, I mean, and going back to how you started the first question of just like, you see, sorry, there's a fly. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're all over my sandals. <laughs> if you're watching this, there's we got a lot of little buzzy friends around us. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it just goes back to what you said in the beginning of just like not wanting to regret something or or miss out on something or not feel that potential and so like yeah you could do that and be maybe like decently happy but like there's that part of you that'd be like but did I pursue yeah did I fulfill that's right yeah so yeah for sure this is actually my loaded question oh this is the one okay so let's hear it um he was warned previously I was, yeah. <laughs> if you guys have um, been listening to the podcast for a bit then you remember uh, my friend matt uh, matt and i are actually co-hosting this trip together just awesome dude and um so matt gave maddie a little heads up and he's like there's one <laughs> and i tried to guess and i was wrong <laughs> <laughs> well you never know let's hear it um so if you were to share something with the opposite sex that maybe they normally wouldn't receive while coming from you as a man, whether it be a compliment, a criticism, something you wish they knew about themselves as women, something you wish they knew about men um, uh, that maybe is understood or misunderstood, but something if you were to tell them, they would say like, okay, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. I understand that there's value in that and you wouldn't be judged or looked down upon or put in a bad place for sharing it. What would you share? Wow, that is loaded. Well, first thing that came to mind, so I'll just touch on it briefly, is there's there's something that like I've always been like able to connect with women and men, uh, which like is really cool. Some of my best friends, like all through middle school, high school, were girls, and there'd be like full groups of girls watching like uh, like a TV show. I think it was The OC, and they'd watch it like weekly on Thursdays, and it, we were like in grade seven, and I was the only boy invited, and it was just like that was me. I was just like able to connect, and probably because my relationship with my mom is so good and all that. Um, but so for the opposite sex, honestly, sometimes I find that like I think caddy's the wrong term, but maybe you mm. can help me find where I'm going with this. Yeah. I find bromance like with guys like so quick and I've heard women touch on this a little bit in terms of not only like in the creative community like we are, like there's a lot of competition there and I think it's so good what you're doing with like your next retreats mm. and and offering that for women only and empowerment. Um I think that's necessary because I find uh, having a sister, I've seen her have so many best friends and then turn to like not enemies, but like not even part of her life. Yeah. And I've never had that with a guy friend. Mm. So there's something mentally like in men that like we're we're a lot easier to like maybe just get over shit or like Mm -hmm. to like um, have something go wrong talk about it and then like let go Mm -hmm. and sometimes I find uh, with women like like that's uh they're almost making it harder on themselves and sorry I'm generalizing no 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 yeah um because there's so many women who have never had have never lost a friend and never had those conflicts and and pretty much a similar experience to me and my guy friends right Mm. um so I don't want to belittle that however through you know connecting with different groups of of people and and it's just something that I've observed Mm -hmm. and like I wish there was a way to like I don't know just have like the past be the past move on like 
as quick as men will when mm-hmm. when something goes awry mm-hmm. you know yeah and, and i don't think you're wrong in your perception of that it's something like colleen and i like yeah you mentioned colleen uh i am hosting uh co-hosting a, a female only creator trip for that reason because there is that like that community aspect that it's so hard for women um in some ways it's hard for both but yeah i think maybe it's the like the societal like cultural pressure for women to look a certain way be a certain thing and do this that there just feels like there's this higher level of competition Mm -hmm. and then within that but they they can be yeah it's it's not unnormal for some women to like lose a best friend and have no connection in life um and it is a lot more rare in guys i think so yeah i wish that wasn't there for Mm -hmm. sure but i i can i can understand that i don't think your observation is off yeah 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 for sure i don't know if it's um if it's communication based or not Mm because like men have a tendency to like solve uh maybe like suppress some things Mm -hmm. a little bit more in terms of communication but maybe not talk about it as much Mm -hmm. and just be like cool with that Mm -hmm. and um again generalization but women are often really good at communication Mm -hmm. um and with one another but like but me, I don't know. I, I honestly, I wish I knew. If I knew, then I'd help help. <laughs> if you figure it out, you let us all know. Yeah, I'll let all the girls in the world know what's up. But um, yeah, yeah, I'd be. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sure, and I'm sure it's different reasons for different people. There's always different aspects. We all have their different past experiences that impact how we feel about something. But I think, yeah, you're right. There is a level of communication that happens, and we don't do things perfectly. Yeah. So if we're inclined to communicate more, there's power in that. But there's also weakness in it because sometimes we don't maybe think about how we're perceiving what we're about to share or how that person's going to f- absorb what we're about to share and that could cause deep hurt. Yeah, it could could be something to do with ego too because like maybe you like overshare. Like <laughs> you're a girl and you're just like you're spewing and, and be like, you know what, this is bothering me and this and this mm-hmm. and that. And it's like, no, F you, like what? <laughs> and it's like, but you do need time to digest. But like sometimes in that process the friendship's loss I've noticed and I'm like Mm. wait what why didn't you just like let go of your ego Mm -hmm. at least one of you Mm -hmm. you know and then just like kind of sort it it was just so so odd to me Mm -hmm. um to see that Mm -hmm. and what's cool about like when I was referencing my sister as she's reconnected with some of those friends Mm -hmm. um which is kind of cool so yeah they were like gone and then but they did eventually years and years and years later um come back but but a lot of them were just like kind of kind of gone she stopped hanging out with them in Mm -hmm. high school and stuff and Mm -hmm. that was that yeah yeah that's hard no appreciate your answer on that one yeah all right so right into this one then um if you were to have a large group of people before you and you were to share a life lesson a bit of advice something that you feel like people should know Mm -hmm. what would you share it's got to go back to uh what i previously alluded to in that um we are always uh striving for like more money like I guess greed it's like Mm -hmm. I'd say chill out on the greed because I've seen back to what I said people in poverty living like a way better life than Mm -hmm. um than you are mentally (laughs) homie what's up uh so we we have our friends Rakan who we were talking about on the podcast you're watching this this is Rakan that's who we were talking about (laughs) which is amazing (laughs) nice little impromptu visit eh (laughs) Rakan shows up. That's just that's unreal. That's fate. He's a he's a real one. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, you um, definitely have to watch this now, guys. <laughs> yeah, for real. All right. At the forty-minute mark, Rakan <laughs> comes on. Um, but yeah, I think what I would say and what I've learned is that 
happiness comes from the ability to like tap into the things like recognize the things that we're struggling with mm-hmm. constantly find ways to like uh, address those mm-hmm. um, it's an ongoing battle never going to be easy but that's how you find happiness it's not mm-hmm. by like keeping up with the Joneses mm-hmm. and and now I know like uh, having traveled so much it's just like you need barely anything you know these guys yeah. sleep in the desert <laughs> they make amazing yes. food but I'm sure it's like darn cheap to yeah. to make and and they are happy, humorous, wonderful mm-hmm. people. And that's in the majority of countries I've been to. So, yeah. so it's like chill out a bit on like that constant grind, uh, work on self, uh, everything else will come together. Mm, for sure. Yeah. Love that. Mm. Yeah. All right, guys, pay attention to that. Plus the interjection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is something you wish people knew about your culture? However you define that. My culture... That's good. Definition of culture is difficult um, for me because, like, I guess I'm, like, less educated on, like, my background. I did, like, a 23 in me. There's, like, Irish there, English, a little Spanish. But, like, I don't I don't know too much past that. My my grandfather was from Ireland. My, my nanny was from England. I guess that was taboo, but they got together in the war times. That was kind of cool. Um, and then... I guess what what did I wish and then like now I'm proud to be Canadian you know what I mean mm-hmm. and that's all I've ever known mm-hmm. um, so we can talk we can talk a little bit about like that struggle that we put on ourselves mm-hmm. much like the last question sorry I keep going back to no, this but it's just sorry. there so why not yeah um, yeah it's just like we've developed something that is like a necessity to always like get like get safe somehow you know and there's like a perfect path like already pre-planned for you when you enter the school system at kindergarten Mm -hmm. and then you go all the way through to like fifth year university or fourth year university Mm -hmm. it's like it's there for you it's laid out your life is set and here you go and go live it and it's like it's not not the ideal life for me and that's when I talk about like when you said what was the impactful moment in your life it's like I could have gone that route for sure and I was mm-hmm. actually super close mm-hmm. if I didn't make that decision to just get on a plane go to Shanghai it's like I'm not like insightful like I am or I didn't I wouldn't have realized what I do now which is like I don't I don't need comfort you know there'll be a point in my life where I don't know hopefully my body never deteriorates but I'm like yeah I should probably slow down a bit but for now like if you I just, figure that out let us know yeah I just want to keep pushing like I did a free diving my level one and you know lots about that and holy was that like just the test of like what we're capable of like as humans and um and it's stuff like that 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 shape you mm-hmm. right because I was I was so worried I was just gonna like pass out and drift away under there sometimes you know um so that was just crazy and holding your breath like I could hold my breath for like 20 seconds when I started that course and then it was like two minutes and then it was like close to two minutes with like doing this like climbing down upside down on this line like there's there's a lot what was the original question no you're, you're, was you're gonna, it? It was, what is something you wish people knew about your culture oh wow way it's off good. so it's yeah good. No, we're, we got we're value too, there yeah it. we're too structured and you need to hmm. need to try deviating it hmm. might not be for you but it certainly was for me hmm I love that. That's cool. Um, What is something you love most about your culture? I think what I love about my culture is there's like this, like 
global consensus like Canadians are like super kind or whatever um, and everywhere I go like I'm proud to say I'm Canadian um, I don't have to like bite my tongue when I say it or anything in any in any country and to throw not to throw shade I guess I should, I should say but like you can throw it. yeah sometimes <laughs> people say like like it's difficult if they're from the states and like to just openly interject that into the question or like yeah. tell people like sometimes they're like I'd rather not but like I always feel open and comfortable to um, to say that I'm Canadian and it's always it always yields like a positive response mm-hmm. um, I'm not I'm not the one to credit for that. I don't know who um, actually shaped that like identity for us, but it's cool that like I'm from a country that like I want to buy a house in and I want to retire in and I want to be around my family and and like the landscape's beautiful and mm. and uh, there's just there's a lot to do, a lot to see. The people to go back on that is everyone nice. Um, there's some trippy people for sure, but like, like if we've been generalizing a bit on this pod, so yeah, like, uh, like I have lifelong amazing friends. I'm sure it's everywhere in the world, but they are very, very kind, genuine people, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm proud to be one of those, That's one cool. of those Canadians that are well received in yeah. this world. We got a lot of Canadians on this trip. You guys are all very nice. Yeah, <laughs> it is true. I wonder it's if good. it's just like these people. Or, I haven't yeah. experienced any that are not, so we're going to go with that. Okay. Yeah. We like the generalization. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a positive generalization. Yeah, for sure. And, and like, honestly, all it comes back to, I've had this conversation with someone, is like what you're taught when you're growing up mm-hmm. in terms of like manners, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, so it's perceived to be positive, but it doesn't mean the person's different in what they're thinking, mm-hmm. but like it's like they just come across better because of like what they're taught when they're younger mm-hmm. whereas like if you're a bit more abrupt like maybe some americans just like i don't know as an example then if you come across as abrupt then people are going to like take that maybe to heart a little bit more mm-hmm. everyone's like ego driven and can get hurt a little bit so like they just might be like hey that like chill but it's like it, you're you're within the culture that you know if people always speak to you in one way all mm-hmm. of a sudden you get a shot fired from this direction you're going to be like hmm that's off-putting mm-hmm. and um and sometimes Europeans some of my European friends always say that about themselves She's like we say things how it is Canadians tiptoe around them yeah and and they're like and because we say things how it is people think that we're rude first it's our second language so we don't have a big vocabulary yeah. you know and so they like have this whole spiel about like they're like why we're they're not actually, rude we're just like yo we're good people yeah yeah <laughs> i yeah. think it is it's very much like that perception because like as both of us who've experienced multiple cultures like there are things that could be offensive in an, in a whole nother country to us but it's normal mm-hmm. and so i think that is that is true in that um yeah for sure i can appreciate that do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life Uh, We touched on this a little bit, um, like as it is an ongoing pursuit, I think. Um, I wish, I wish I knew right here, (laughs) right now, because like, like, you know me, I I want clarity, I want direction. I seek advice a lot on that topic. Mm -hmm. Um, I think inwardly about it. Um, I think about like writing like a short film on it. Um, It would all just be like the means to like an eventual hopefully finding it you know but um do i know the purpose in my life if i had to say right now would be to inspire people and allow them to be the best version of themselves Hmm. um through through my words and actions i love that it's very concise that was a really well well put yeah yeah that's cool love that all right i know you have the one that you just talked about a little bit but um do you have a favorite tattoo and if so why 
Okay, yeah, we talked a little bit about the tattoo. It's my only. I'm scared mm-hmm. to get another because okay. this one was so... Um, this one just, like, worked out so good. Yeah. I, was, I was scared to get inked because I'm like, oh, you know, I kind of... I don't need one, you know? my Like, my body doesn't need ink on it. So I went in with, like, this really minimal design, like, super minimal. And he was like, actually needs to be bigger and I was like how much bigger and he pulls up the design and everything I'm like oof that's big and he's like and then I kind of want to do my own things and like because I am who I am I'm like okay trust like let's go and three hours later I didn't look once during like the whole process um I was like I was just like so stoked I was like super hype on it um just because like home is important um to have a home Mm -hmm. right um so because of that um, that's what my tattoo is. Like, that's the significance of it. It's like I always have a home. My family's always there for me. Even though I, I'm constantly traveling, they don't always get to see me. I don't always get to see them and be a part of, like, my nieces and nephews' life as much as the rest of them, you know. Um, but they're very understanding, very accepting. And to know I always have a home there is super special. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. No, that's cool. Yeah, and it came out amazing. It looks awesome. Yeah, thank you. Super cool. Um, what is something you've accomplished that you are really proud of? Um, of late, uh, and we talked about this a little bit, it's got to be that free diving course, mm. you know, like I, I was like, it was like at the beginning of like, when I talk about this identity shift that I'm having, it was like at the beginning of that and it almost like things seem futile and I would procrastinate a lot and be like, business isn't going so well and like, you know, am I ever going to like pull this all together Mm -hmm. and ironically enough it was something it wasn't really a creator's trip it was nothing to do with photography videography brought my cameras had some fun but it was the experience and something like completely out of left field my friend just runs these retreats and he's like yo come and I checked it out and it ended up like really shaping my life um uh, because like I always go back to it I'm always thinking about it and just like I'm kind of proud of myself for being able to overcome in such a, a quick amount of time mm-hmm. uh, something that like kind of always always feared a little bit and um, like I never thought I would have done free diving I did my scuba diving and that was great um, so I did have a little bit of experience there but you know when people just say I can't yeah they say no or I can't or you're so amazing I could never do that yeah. that's a common one when they say that it's like, and people say, no, 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 don't phrase it like that. It's just like, you haven't tried. And they go, no, like literally I'm, I can't hold my breath or mm-hmm. my ears won't equalize, you know? And, and like, I've tried, you know, I, I was in Thailand, I did the beginner course and I had to bow out. It's like, yeah, but maybe it's just a little bit more challenging to you than like the normal person. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you got to allow yourself to like struggle and like, and if it takes you longer, which I'm finding Sometimes in my business, I feel like things are taking longer than some other people that I'm seeing online. Mm-hmm. Um, that's okay, you know, because like back to then you can't lose, right? If you yeah. if you stay consistent, like that's just so important. I remind myself of that. Proud of myself for doing the course. Mm-hmm. Taught me what I'm capable of mentally and unlocked like a new level of like, okay, well let's let's go further then, you know. Not specifically in free diving, though I would. I would do my level two for sure and, and face those fears again. But more like generally. It's mm-hmm. like, well now I know how difficult that was and I was able to overcome maybe I can, I can do the same in my business. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that's super cool. I love the correlation and uh just like the pushing and the physical aspect, how it 
relates to the mental aspect and that like not just saying you can't but figuring out maybe it's harder for me maybe I'm working more at it but like I'm gonna get it and that's so so very much how you've pursued life of like yeah like I don't if I'm gonna work at it but I'm gonna figure it out that's right so yeah that's awesome Maddie you are just such an awesome human being thank you, you so are much. so you incredible well. and I've just so appreciated the, the time we've had so far getting to know you getting to learn from you mm-hmm. um and uh, just all the time we still have yet to go on this trip. And I just appreciate sitting down with you and everything you've shared. But is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you? Um, no, uh, <laughs> I think I think we really discussed everything. And thanks for allowing me to be vulnerable. Like, mm. this is really cool. First pod ever. Deeper than I was expecting, but, like, just awesome. And uh, mm. and likewise, like, thank you for having me on this trip. Um been incredible and like you say we got more time more time together so no need to shed a tear quite yet but yet. <laughs> uh, but i appreciate you and thanks for having me on my first pod ever thanks for being on right all on. right should Cheers. we hug it out yeah there you go thank you for tuning in to this world my view your reviews are what keep this show going so if you have a moment i would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review anything from I really enjoyed this or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.